Hey everyone, how you doing today? It is Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up. Today on the show, I have a guest who is actually one of my business partners. I sit on the board of an amazing company called GrowRev, which is a marketing agency based out of Vancouver, Canada with this gentleman. But I'm not bringing him on the show because we do business together, hang out, etc., etc. I'm bringing him on the show because he is one of the most authentic leaders that I have ever met in my career. Now remember, I have worked in some big companies. I've worked with some very, very progressive private equity firms. And this gentleman is just unbelievable in terms of how he leads through purpose, through service, and is just one of the most connected individuals that I've ever met. So joining me on the show today is the brilliant Randy Garn. Now, Randy Garn is a New York Times bestselling author. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's an investor and he's a business and life strategist. He works in private equity. He's out there sourcing deals, being an operating partner in invested companies. And he loves to build businesses that are durable, sustainable with very strong leadership teams. He has also been awarded Entrepreneur of the Year by Ernst & Young, and he has been a Forbes Top 40 Under 40 winner as well. Now, what we're going to get into today is really what leadership is. Now, what authentic leadership is to be exact, how to balance everything you do in life despite leading multiple businesses, which he describes beautifully as work-life harmony rather than work-life balance, which I think is a really interesting distinction in its own right. We're going to talk about his incredible relationship with his family and how that comes first. We're going to talk about the habits of high performers and how he applies them for himself and in the businesses that he mentors and coaches. When I talk about raising necessity, it's like it's bigger than goal setting. Like when you're a leader and you're like raising necessity, no matter what, I'm going to do this. And we're going to touch on private equity because it would be silly not to talk about that because we have that really, really strong connection. Now, in his free time, Randy loves to write business articles for Entrepreneur Magazine. He is an avid outdoorsman. He loves to fish, hike, golf. He enjoys triathlons. But his biggest priority is certainly his family and being a father and a husband. I appreciate Randy for the connections he's made for me. I appreciate Randy for the things I have learned from him in business and in leadership. And I was super delighted that he said yes to coming on the show because I know that you are going to learn the same things that I've learned and you'll be able to take those things from the episode today, from this powerful conversation and apply them in your business and in life. If I know that they're all in, they've burned all the boats and that they're completely myopic on, on accomplishing the thing at task, that's what I look for. So without further ado, welcome to Scale Up with Nick Bradley, Randy Garn. Hey everybody, it is Nick Bradley here. Welcome to another episode of Scale Up. And today, God, you can tell by my voice already I'm excited. I've got someone on the show that I met a little while ago now, and we have become very close friends very quickly. We sit on the board of a business together. We've spent some amazing time in a river in Utah fishing, fly fishing to be exact, and that was a very emotional, <laughs> emotional moment for me. But Randy Garn, who is with me today on the show, is someone who I would say is behind a lot of successful businesses and people. And the reason for that is he has a deep connection into people to help them succeed, to thrive, 
And he does it with such an amazing character and amazing set of values that he's just a joy to be around. So you're in for a treat, everybody. Welcome to the show, Randy. My man, it's so good to be here, Nick. I love it. This is uh, it's exciting. I can't believe I get to be on your podcast. This is, I mean, literally, I mean, what what a blessing it is to, to be here and to just be alive today. I'm, I'm grateful. No, it's great to have you here. And we've been talking about this for a little while and I've been, you know, waiting for the right moment to have you on. There's a lot of stuff that we've been collaborating on, which has been really fun as well. I mean, we could go anywhere with this because, you know, you're involved in so many different things, but I'd like to talk about leadership. I'd like to talk about authentic leadership to be specific. Uh, I'd love to talk about how you balance everything you do. Now, for people who don't know what Randy does, he does so much. <laughs> He's a, how many, I mean, how many businesses are you involved in right now, Randy? Do you know? You know just, just, a, just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> He's in the private equity space. Uh, he's been behind a lot of big influencers' success as well. But more importantly than any of that stuff, he manages to have this incredible relationship with his family, which is, you know, something that he's, you know, talks about and holds dear. Let's start with that, Randy. Let's start with that. And as we do that, I think we can learn a bit more about you as well. But how do you manage to balance all this? You know, I uh, balance is an interesting word. Because I truly don't think a lot of people talk about work-life balance. Um, and I really don't think there is a work-life balance. And I don't think it's meant to be. You you always have huge plates spinning at different times, whether it's, you know, your business, it's your family, it's your, you know, church or, you know, other stuff that's just happening, happening to us. I actually really think it's actually work-life harmony. Mm, okay. Um, and you got you got to balance your mind despite all the the craziness. But if you have harmony, then it's so much easier to balance that. How if you if you will, are you working with those people that you love, like and respect, and you trust? You know, do, are you present with your family when you're there? Um, do you have joy in your heart with all the things that you're working on and doing? Because if that's not it, then you do feel out of balance and you are out of balance. You're in chaos. Yeah. And so that's where a lot of people that I work with, I just, I need more balance in my life. I'm like, no, you don't. You need more harmony because you may have a bad partner. You may be doing something you don't love. And that that's, that's when you get out of balance. So I actually talk more about being in harmony. Harmony. I've never thought of it in that way before in terms of the word, but yeah. if we go into that a little bit, so there's a certain discipline and prioritization even around harmony, right? Because yeah. as you're talking, I'm thinking you have to be therefore good at understanding what you truly value. And mm -hmm. you have to be also good at saying no to things. Is that right? 100%. Yeah. yeah. How do you get good at that? <laughs> well, a really, a really good friend of mine. And, and uh, I've known him for, I mean, 20 years now, Harvey McKay, he used to always say, you got to say no, 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 until your tongue bleeds, you know? And so- oh, wow. It, and you know, the more, the more success you have, the more actually, you know, people will flock to you and the better energy you have and the, the better person you become and the more light you show and the more, you know, mm. just people, I, you have so much opportunity. You just have to be like, who is it that I need to be with? Who are the top 25 people in my life that I'm going to spend life with? Because it matters. And so I think that's, that's a big part of it for me, business is business. And 
the better you become as a person, a lot more opportunities you're going to have. But are you working on the right opportunities that are the right fit for you? And I always say that if you don't have your strategy on one page, you don't have a strategy. So a lot of people are like grasshoppers, great on takeoff. You never know where they're going to land, right? So, so I think that it's, it's really important that are you, you know, are you working with those people? I always say who, then what? So it's just like, who do I want to work with? And that's who I'm going to give my resources, my time, my energy and build amazing, amazing things together. Yeah. And that, you know, it's again, another distinction of what you just said there is when you are centered to use that kind of expression, because you're clear on what is important to you, your strategy, who you want to work with, then you shine differently and probably attract those opportunities as well. I've definitely seen that in the time we've spent together because, you know, you managed to connect deeply, very quickly with people, but more importantly, some of the people have got big businesses, big profiles, and I'm not going to mention them because I know you like to be kind of behind the scenes on that sort of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I asked you once, we were having dinner and um, I said to you, I said, how do you do that? How do you connect in that way so deeply, so quickly? And and they, they look at you as this kind of incredible person who can offer so much value. It, it, was that intentional or have you always been like that? You know, one of the things that my father shared with me He shared with me two things before I left for college. And I remember coming down the stairs in our, in our home in, in Idaho, this shaggy, huge 1970s staircase. And, you know, it was a time in my life where I'm like, okay, dude, I'm, I'm on my own. Like, this is it. I, I, who, who is Randy Garn going to become? I remember my dad grabbed my face and grabbed me. My dad was a high school football coach and you got to know he's coach Garn, dude. He, he literally <laughs> like he pushed us to greatness and in a loving, accountable way. And so I, a lot of the things that the way I run my life is things I learned from my father, but he said two things to me. He said, one, always remember that people are more important than things. Mm. And then he said, learn to do as much as you can for as many people as you can, as often as you can and expect nothing in return. Wow. Okay. So that kind of goes, sorry, that's like, no, no, those are two things that like guide my life. Yeah. Okay. And that's, and that kind of philosophy, particularly the second piece. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen that obviously, but there's a term for that, the kind of go giver philosophy, right. Where you're out there and doing that. How do you manage, you know, cause you give a lot out. How do you manage, you know, stuff for you? Yeah. Or, Or do you just get so much back from helping people that that is enough? Well, the nice thing is about not expecting anything in return. Again, I have, I have more than I know what to do with right now. Cause I, if you have, if you have expectations and then you have room for, you know, then you have room for being upset or you have room for, you know, um, this un, being let down. And so I think some of the joy in my heart is just like, Randy, why are you always so, happy. And, you know, if it's because I don't have any expectations, I'm giving everything I got everything every single day. And I'm focused on the things that matter most. And I'm focused on the people that matter most to me right now. Like my life is in a great spot right now. Um, and so that's what gives me the most joy is being completely aligned with everything that I'm doing. I found in my life, if I'm working on things that don't matter and and there's nothing more frustrating than working as hard as you can on something that has no benefit or no, you know, yeah. Not, I mean, not not even just for you, but for the world, for impact. So I think that's that's an important part. Are you working with the people that 
that you love the most and that that are aligned with what you want to do and accomplish in your life. Right. No, I, I, I totally connect with that on the basis when I was doing all the private equity yeah. stuff previously, like, you know yeah. what I do now. Um, yeah. I didn't think there was a big enough why behind that. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the impact in the way that I see it now. So I get it. Yeah. Let's, let's go back a step. You talked about obviously your father and him having a huge influence on you. I'd love to just hear a little bit more about that journey because to get so clear and coherent with your set of values to then be able to, you know, build this life and, and the connections around it. How did that manifest from the influence of your, of your family and upbringing into, into what you do now? I think the, the one thing that I really got out of growing up on a farm and growing up, you know, we had a, we had, you know, cattle and horses and, and, and also my dad being a high school football coach is he taught me the value of incredible hard work. Mm. Um, nothing is for free in this life. Like, and, and, and I think one of the things that I got from my father is the, the law of the harvest is real and it is true. And so even today, um, it's, and I don't call it work. I call it effort. It's like, are the things that I'm really spending my time on, like making, moving the needle. Mm. I love to work. I literally am a workaholic and I work so hard but I also need to ensure that I'm also spending that time with my family. And so I play hard with my family too. You know, I shut things down on Saturday and Sunday or just for my family. And so I think the main thing that I learned from my dad is hard work, effort, and also being present. My dad was very present with us. Um, he would look you in the eye. He would talk with you. He would talk with us each night. You know, we would, we literally have family prayer every single night. We put our hands in the middle. And after we said, amen, we go, go Garns. We, I mean, that's the football thing coming in. That's, that's, a, that's <laughs> that football thing coming. But I just, I try to be, and I, and I think this helps me with people too, is that I try to be very present when I'm with mm. people. Put your phone away. When you're on a meeting with people, you know, just be there. It's, I mean, and I'm saying that that is one of the keys that I've found in my success. And that's why I think I connect with people so well is because I try to find out what I can do to help them. But being present in your business meetings with your kids, with your family, it's that's that's more important even than time. Like quality time is amazing. But if it's just time and it's not quality, being present is the quality part. It's also a differentiator these days because there's so many distractions out there. I mean, how many times do you go to a meeting and everyone's got like three or four screens in front of them, right? So to, to be present, to be properly present, right? Not just say you are, right. uh, makes you stand out. Yep. So let's, as we riff around this a little bit, because I want to talk a bit more about leadership in a second. Let's, let's be really clear with everyone listening here what exactly you do. If I said to you, what do you do, Randy? Right, I've I've given we've kind of sowed the seed here a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but we haven't yeah. been explicit. So what is yeah. it? Yeah, you know, I get that question a lot, and and I this is my this is my answer. Okay, my my business is mankind. My business is I love a few things, but I am so enthralled with the importance of leadership. I'm so enthralled with what it means to be a good human and a good person. So I work a lot in the private equity space, family office space. I'm, I'm 
building some pretty large companies in the leadership side of things. So what it means to be an amazing leader, working with some huge thought leaders on taking this out to the whole corporate world, what it means to be an amazing leader in the corporate space, because right now I do feel like there's a massive leadership vacuum. And so my business is mankind. My business is helping people become the best version of themselves. That's why everybody calls me Coach Garn. And it's being that best person, but I also have an interesting blend of business knowledge. I've been a president, I've been a CEO, I've built companies. And so I also help with leadership and strategy. Those are the two things that I feel like I'm I'm very, very, very like dialed into. And that those are my core competencies. I love that leadership and strategy. Let's go deeper into this a bit more, because I think this is important. You just said a second ago that there's a gap or a divide right now. And I, and I believe that too. I also think that certainly from the, the lens of entrepreneurship, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. have more ability to make change than mm-hmm. governments, nations, you know, all sorts of things. So there's this quite interesting thing. So when you say that, that leadership is lacking, what, what are you seeing right now? And what, what are you seeing the gap is? Um, I'm, I'm seeing the gap in, in, I'm seeing actually generational gaps as well. Um, I'm actually pretty bullish on the generations that's coming up. We have some amazing, amazing people. I love, I love the youth of today. I think they're innovative. I think they continue to ideate better than we've ever ideated. They've seen change. They've seen technology, but I also see that there's a, there's a real lack of um, what it means to accomplish things. And we talked about this earlier. It's just like, can you close the deal? Can you land the plane? You can't just talk about stuff. Like you literally have to drive revenues. You have to drive profits. You have to drive success. If your company, like you can't just, you know, just being an entrepreneur is like being a true entrepreneur is like you have a successful business. Yeah. You know, there's nothing worse than, than saying I'm an entrepreneur and I'm continuing to struggle and and not build the people that I need to do and get into that that trap and that cycle. And we've all seen it, Nick. So I think the main thing that I want to do is help people understand like how to how to bridge that gap and how to build a really, really amazing business that impacts. And I always say like if I can work with CEOs and leaders, then and they have hundreds or thousands of millions of employees. If I can be a kingmaker and if I can help those CEOs be better then I can impact their entire company, right? Whether that's like with capital or a few relationships or 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 strategy that changes everything, one little thing. That's what that's what I see for me. The role is is working with the leaders in business and entrepreneurs to become even better because then that's going to magnify you know, the whole organization bigger and better than anything else. I love that. I love the focus behind that too. There's always a point in a, in a conversation like this, which is the underlining point, right? right? And that's it for here for now. But if we go into that leadership piece, right. And, yeah. and, you know, cause you're, you're working with the person on, as you said, who they're becoming, right. Right as a leader, as well as the strategy that's going to then lead to outcomes and success. When right. you're working on someone's identity, or helping them with their confidence or how they need to show up. How do you do that practically? Because I know you've written books on this and you've been involved. Are there some certain tools and tips that you can kind of give to people listening today so they can start to understand how you break this down? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a 
there's a few things that that you know that tools that I that I do use. One, I talked about a little bit like on strategy. If you don't have your strategy on one page, you don't have a strategy. Yeah. You've got to nail that. The other thing is like, what are your habits? Um, I'm I'm huge on habits. You know, a dear friend of mine, Brenda Burchard, wrote the book High Performing Habits. Right. Book. And there's six habits. Like he spent millions of dollars of research on that. If you haven't read that book, the you know six habits. You know, the the six habits of high performers. Yeah. Are so important. So seek clarity. You know, generate energy raise necessity, increase productivity, develop influence and demonstrate courage. Like nice. there's, there's, there's six habits. And so I'll, I'll work. I have a framework as, as far as that goes. And like, I've just really dove into what it means to like your habits are who, what your character is. Like that's who you are becoming. And so I'll work with leaders on their habits. Also there's trainings and curriculums and you know, that, that are so relevant. There's so many of them out there, but what are the very, very best? You know, um, I actually really believe in investing in yourself. You know, I've never honestly in my whole life ever paid for coaching. I've never paid to go to a mastermind. I've only invested in it. I like that. Nice distinction. A lot of people will pay, but if you're not investing in yourself, you're, if you're not like totally striving to do those things, so, I mean, I'll go to UPW, I'll go to Business Mastery, I'll go to Date with Destiny, I'll take those things from that and I'll really implement them into my life. And so the best thing that I do, I work with leaders is to help them develop habits that will change everything. What are your daily habits? What do you do every single day? How do you use your time? Let's look at your calendar. What if Nick, what if I sat with you? And I always say this, like if Coach Garn came and I literally spent a week with you, I woke up with you. We went to bed. You know, what would your day be like? How productive would that day be? You know, my my whole calendar today is mapped out. I know exactly what I'm going, both on the family side, business side, personal side. Dude, I am so dialed in right now with my calendar and my life that nobody else is going to move that. And I always say, like, if you don't have your own goals, somebody else will use you for theirs. It's a vacuum, isn't it? If you don't, if you don't use your time productively in the way that kind of energizes you, someone's going to take that, right? They're going to take that spot. 100%. What about, what about for you personally, when things become challenging and of course, for the people that you're working with, how do you help them come back or help yourself actually come back to that path? You know, me and I mean, you've been up to Sundance with me, right? It. I mean, it's, it's, it's so <laughs> Great place to go, by the way. They've got, we went up there and, we, and I, I still wear the, um, uh, what do you call it? The jumper that you bought me. Yeah. <laughs> and my wife likes it too. That's good. Well, we'll have to get her one. So up at Sundance, there's a class up there. You can do, there's a jewelry making class. There's a pottery class. You know, me and my wife, we went to, we did a pottery class. And one of the things you get this big lump of clay, and you set it on the potter's wheel. And when we first started, that wheel starts spinning. And all of a sudden, I have this clay on there. And the, and the potter, he showed us before. And he's like, yeah, making this beautiful piece. It's like the movie Ghost, isn't it? Like with oh. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. I had to do it. No, no. But, but I mean, my wife's sitting next to me. She's beautiful, by the way. She's she's amazing. And I'm I'm, I'm sitting there and we're doing this the pottery class and my clay is going all over the place. Yeah. 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 And the, and the potter <laughs> said something interesting, both of us. 
he said something interesting. He said, hey, Randy, you have to get the clay in the exact center. So when business leaders, when when our lives get out of that, like it's so if we're not in the exact center, then we are going to be tossed to and fro like crazy. And and so you got I help people get back to like, what is the core values? What are those immovable things that you must do? And get rid of the other everything else in your life that you're wasting time on. Get rid of it because then that's gonna that's really impeding your progress. It's really you're you're not in the exact center. So so I think I'm very best in the world at helping people get in that exact center of what matters the most. What do you want to accomplish for them uniquely, right? Because we're all unique. So that's that's it. Um, and at the end of that, we all kind of go through that refiner's fire. What do you do once you get your pottery made? You have to stick it in what? You got to put it in the kiln. Yeah, like you got you to piece it and set it. <laughs> and that actually, and that's what habits are. Like once you get those habits down, it that that actually that heat, it it changes the molecular makeup of that pot. Mm, I like that. I like it the analogy. This. It, yeah, I know it literally closes all those molecules and makes them unbreakable. And they found pottery million. I mean thousands and thousands and thousands of years old that have not been been broken or changed. It's because that heat. And so finding that exact center and then doing the refiner's fire to be like, this is who I am and this is what I'm going to become. And nothing on heaven or earth is going to move that. Yeah, I like that. That, that, that level of congruency center, as we said beforehand, that gives you power, right? And it actually gives you that, yeah. that feeling of... You know, you're not being controlled or swayed by others because you're so confident in that direction, that thing you're building. If, if someone, and I, I, it's always interesting when someone says, you've got to know what matters to you. What happens if someone says, I don't know? I mean, is, is that a point? Go and sit, go and sit in Sundance for three days and, and reflect on that question. <laughs> or is it, you know, no. how do you, how do you, how do you answer that question? You know, I think that's, I think that's, that is the question is that you have to do some deep soul searching. You have to understand who you truly are as a business leader, as a husband, as a father, as a son, as a daughter. Um, but I would, I would say like, you need to take time. You need to take time to take a deep breath and reflect on that. Um, because again, I'll say it again and again, if you don't have your own goals, someone else will use you for theirs. So you better know what direction you're going in. Um, the other big thing that I that I think is the most important is not just who you are becoming, but actually who what you belong to. I always talk about my three Bs. What do you believe? What do you believe in yourself? What do you belong to? And what are you becoming? What are you becoming? Those are my three Bs. Believe, belong, and become. And that takes time and that takes deep thought and deep reflection because if you're a CEO of a company and you don't know what your business is, is building and doing and you don't know where you're going, guess what? Neither does anybody else in your company. If you as the leader don't know what direction you're going and where that ship is going, you better take some time to nail your strategy down, take a humongous deep breath, 
and be like, I am so clear and I'm so confident in what I'm doing. And then you have courage in your heart. And that's part of that courage habit is because if you have clarity, you have more courage. If you have clarity, you have more energy. If you have courage, if you have clarity, you have way more productivity happening within the whole organization. And that's why it's like, if you don't have the right vision, you better go to the mountains. And that's the thing is like, when I'm out of whack, I will go to the mountains. I will go fly fishing. I will chuck my cell phone out and it will be just me and God thinking about do what does Randy need to do today? And what do I need to do the rest of my life? And you've been there with me. You I know, have. you've been, uh, yeah, fishing away. I, yeah. I get it. <laughs> do you know what comes to me when you said that as well? Right. And um, there was a definition that someone gave me once of influence and influence isn't yeah. the ability for you to convince someone to do something. It's to convince someone that you believe. Yeah. Right. If you have certainty, right. It's yeah. such a, a powerful characteristic. Right. Like, you know, if you think about the great leaders, great, great business leaders of our time, some of the stuff that they said they were doing with the vision, right. Sounded absolutely crazy, right. Totally out there. But the, the certainty of the, of what they said and communicated around that galvanized the action that was required from the people that they brought with them on that journey to then be successful. So I love right. that. That's a really, really nice way of putting it. Um, I know we've got a few minutes left and it would be a miss if we didn't talk a little bit about private equity because we're both private equity guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you've got a lot of stuff going on. That's what, what are you working on right now, Randy, in that space? You know, cause you're involved in multiple businesses, but I know that you're doing a lot of strategy work around impact as well. Yeah. I mean, right now, really, really looking at, you know, whenever we invest or whenever we go grow a company, again, the main thing that we look at is like the leadership team. It's do, are the people that are running this, do we believe in them? And, and I think it's, it's so important right now. It's like, is, does that leadership team have what it takes to grow? Does the leader have the, have what it takes to recruit the right people? Because as you're growing the company and doing it, um, I think that's first and foremost is, Are the people running the company, do they have integrity? Are they honest? Do they, you know, do they do what they say they're going to do? Are they hitting their numbers? You know, do they have, when I talk about raising necessity, it's like, it's bigger than goal setting. Like when you're a leader and you're like raising necessity, no matter what, I'm going to do this. And I always ask, I always ask, you know, if, if this doesn't like, if, if I'm interviewing you and, and let's say we're going to invest a million dollars in your company or whatever it may be. And you, and I ask you this question, say, Hey, if this doesn't work out, John, what are you going to do? And if they say to me, well, then I I will just go back and work at my dad's or I may go back to school or, you know, I might go back to this job. Then I'm just like, I don't even say it. I'm just like, you know, I'm checked out. But if that leader says, there's nothing else I want to do, I am going to do this no matter what. I'm going to, I'm going to build this company. I'm going to find solutions. I'm going to find how, so you can, you can, like, if I know that they're all in, they've burned all the boats and that they're completely myopic on, on accomplishing the thing at task. That's what I look for. And then secondly, is it, is the company, does it impact? And what I'm talking about is like, is it sustainable? Is it good for the community? Is it good for the people? You know, I'm not looking for, you know, energy drinks that, you know, may cause issues later on, or just 
you know, building something that could be highly profitable, but it's not good for the planet or the world. So I think it's like, what, what companies can we look at that cure cancer, that, you know, increase food production, that technologies that, you know, make us live longer or help, help with mental health and, and awareness. So I think that's the other second part is like the team. And then what, what is it accomplishing? Is it truly impactful? Yeah. Is it, is it, is it making a positive change in the world? Right. And, and you know, I've seen, you know, we could talk for ages about investment and the way that that's started to change and transition. But I know certainly from the, the PE side I've been involved in that the big institutional investors these days are putting much more of a bias towards companies yeah. that are doing that, as opposed to, as you said, just the quick buck, the thing that is going to make a lot of money right now, but actually it's going to have a huge detrimental effect on society in the future. And I think, you know, a lot of the people listening to this who are in startup to scale up with their businesses, just think about that. Because mm -hmm. I also believe that if you have a bigger purpose and why that is making a bigger impact in your business, right? If you spend the time reflecting and creating that, you're going to be more driven and you're going to be more, you know, you know, committed to that path to be successful too. Yeah, 100%. Very cool. Well, we're pretty close to time, Randy Garn. Mate, this has been awesome. I love, I love the distinctions on leadership and the depth on that sort of stuff. Just to summarize a couple of things, you've got to know your center. Okay. Remember the, remember the, the clay metaphor. <laughs> if it's not in the center, it's going to go floppy. You got to be in the exact center. Right. You've got to know, you know, the bigger why and purpose behind what you're doing. You've got to know your values and you have to translate those into habits, high performance habits specifically, which is going to get you on that path to being successful. Is that right? That's hundred percent. Right. I love it. Okay. Randy, where can people reach out if they want to learn more about you, connect with you, all that sort of thing? Yeah, you can you can actually go to nickbradley.com and then you can, then you can. <laughs> I've got the PA. I'm the, I'm the new PA for Randy Garn, by the way. That's me. <laughs> yeah, you can just go to randy randygarn.com and and uh find some more information there. But man, Nick, I love what you're doing. I love your energy for life. Um I love your podcast. I just, I love every time we get to spend time together. So, I'm grateful for our friendship as well. Yeah, me too, mate. And uh yeah, I look forward to connecting very soon and uh I want to wish you all the best, sir. Thanks, buddy. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. If you enjoy the show just as much as I enjoy creating it for you, then I'd really appreciate you leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the channel so you never miss a future episode? It really helps me. It helps the show. Plus, it makes it easier for others to access the content that I'm producing week in and week out. And finally... If you want more information about anything you heard in today's show or to find out how you can get more help in scaling up your business and your life, click the link in the show notes now to learn about our coaching, mentoring, and mastermind programs. See you soon.